long did that last? Two hours? Hour and a half? It was like an hour and a half, wasn't it? Hour and 45? Okay, so you're not cutting out too much. Well, Corby is not going to be there because he just left to go to Chicago, take a vacation with his wife. That's mm -hmm. three songs. And uh, Danny made the point that that's actually going to make the show a uh, much tighter, streamlined set. Yeah. Because you have, you know, most of the songs that are left are cover songs or adaptations of songs. Right. And not so much original songs that will draw the biggest question marks. Right. Yeah, and Corby has a... Corby has a tendency to uh, stop the show down for some reason. Not when he does the cover songs, like when he did the Jim Morrison, that was okay, but there's always mass confusion when he comes out there with an acoustic and then Danny sits down and yeah. plays bass. And they kind of bring the house down a yeah. little bit. They're slow down numbers, and he also will take the time to try to explain what he's doing. Uh-huh. And then there's always usually one start and one stop somewhere in there. Right. Back-to-back. Uh, -back. You're going to miss that, huh? Huh? Yeah, I'm going to really miss that, Rick. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, tomorrow after the Cowboy game in the Corral, if you're going to the game and you'd like to see us head to the Corral, it's that 10th thing. And you're going to be reprising two old favorites. I don't know if you want to keep those under wraps. Which ones are those? Oh, yes. Um, let's just say there'll be some fake Jerry singing and fake Coach Joe will sing. Yeah. So. Those will be crowd pleasers, I'm sure. That ought to be entertaining. Okay. So what did you guys do last night? Anybody go out on the town? I saw a, uh, a pretty good movie. I rented uh, October Sky. Have you ever seen that? No, I have that at home and I've never watched it. At the Rocket movie? Yeah. Great movie. It's a true story. Yeah. Or based on a true story. Excellent movie. It's a tearjerker. Mm -hmm. The Rocket. Ishmael? What is this? No, it's about uh, this kid that grew up in a uh, small West Virginia mining town, coal mining town, and... He and his buddies it's get... a bad state, by the way. You know what's like? Yeah. It's kind of like, right, like all the right moves. Yeah, I mean, basically, when like, you're growing up in this town, you know that you're going to be a coal miner when you grow up. You're going to get black lung by 14. And so this, uh, this kid and uh, his buddies get infatuated with Sputnik. Uh -huh. And so they decide they want to try and build their own rockets. So it's all about them building their own rockets and then realizing that if they can win this... National Science Fair, they can get scholarships and get their ticket out of that town. So, and it is based on a true story. The the main character actually grew up to be a uh, a coal miner. No, no NASA a, chief. A, a NASA engineer. So it was inspiring. It's a little sappy, you know. Did any of them become coal miners? There had to be the one friend who stayed back. No, actually, all all four guys. I mean, I'm giving away the movie, but all four guys ended up going to college. Well, hmm. it's been out in video forever. Yeah, so that was good. Laura Dern looks particularly gross in this movie. I never thought she was really that good looking. Uh, yeah, she's got a really horse face, but... Actually, no, she would improve if she got her teeth worked on. You think? Mm-hmm. I never paid attention to her teeth. She, yeah. just, she just doesn't have that good a face. I mean, no way around it. Yeah. She, I mean, she, she can have Park. the best body in the world, but if she doesn't have a good face... And her character was, her character was really underdeveloped in this movie. Teacher? Yeah, really? she... Small she, breast? No, she uh, she was their teacher, and she would show up, like, once every 30 minutes just to reestablish the fact that, yeah, this is their teacher. And then, you know, she has this... Uh, she was the inspiration. Yeah, she was their inspiration, but they hardly ever showed her in the movie. And then, of course, she gets sick at the end, so... She gets sick at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Should you tell me that? It's a big C. Well... Really? Or the big L. No, the big H. Lesbian? <laughs> Hodgkins. That's right. Oh, Which is kind of the big C. Yeah. I mean, it's true, I guess. I mean, because the, the real-life teacher actually died. So. I went to a sixth-grade dance last night. Sweet. That's seedy. Score? That is seedy. I was chaperone. Under the bleachers? Nope. All under the hospice of the uh, Heritage <laughs> Elementary School. The hospice? Well, you know, the... Auspices? Yeah, that, too. <laughs> I'll look that up. Anyway, yeah, sixth grade party. <laughs> so it was the typical guys on one side, girls on the other. So you didn't have to break anything up, like guys no. getting handsy or no handsy, no people going outside to smoke, no cigarette smoking. Well, what's Very the subject. age there at sixth grade? Uh, Eleven, twelve. I guess some. I've heard of people. Yeah. Doing, but I, I think I think maybe more so today than we when we were kids. I think that you'll find eleven and twelve year olds that. Are doing dirty things, but I think mm. it's mostly the girls because they develop faster. Sure. 
And then I, there wasn't anything. There was you know junior high guys who can't get junior high girls will go down and start trolling the sixth graders. Uh, sixth grade's awfully young. But it's I, weird. I'm telling you, I think I knew a couple kids that, or at least claimed that. In well, when I was, well, I'm just gonna say that when I was in sixth grade, I I couldn't do anything. What do you mean? I was on the physically unable to perform list. <laughs> Why? I hadn't graduated yet. I hadn't sprouted. Oh. Well, what do you mean you're unable to... You can... You can still do that without having gone through puberty. Well, you, it, it has to have a certain... Hit that. I yeah. mean, you can't... Gen X Davy. You can't work a wet noodle. All right. Well, yes, Dave, but do you understand that uh, the wet noodle is more of an older person's thing? Even when you're well, an infant, I, you can... Mm -hmm. Well, no, I, but I've heard that, that infants can do that, but I thought that... No, no, kids of all ages can do that. Well, then how come I never experienced that until... Adoption? 13. Because gay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it was in uh, the athletics locker room that I experienced my oh first my one. Goodness, See, I'll bad. tell you what, what I don't like. Oh, what, I'm sorry, Dave. Did, what was your middle school? It was seven, seven, seven through nine. Yeah, see, at this school, it's six through eight. And I think my son, Matt, it, There's a big difference ridiculous. between six and seven. I mean, you should see the eighth graders. I mean, it's just... It's too intimidating for a, six, yeah. for a sixth grader. Because most kids, they get hit that growth spurt between, you know, the summer between sixth and seventh or seventh and eighth. Yeah, the disparity is huge. So I kind of feel sad for them. They should go seventh through nine like I did. So did your did your kid get any dances last night? No, they didn't really dance. They, they kind of did. girl the, or boy kid. They did the good boy. The boy. This is Matt. They did kind of the group mosh in the middle Mine. where they're Everybody all, yeah, dance they're, now. They're all kind of <laughs> jumping up and down and... It's kind of like pseudo, pseudo line dancing, where they're kind of there, but they're not really dancing with anybody of the opposite sex. And it was pretty tame. I was proud of them. So they were sexually ambiguous. Yeah. So they didn't blow out any... Uh, I mean, they noticed the other sex, but they don't quite know what to do with it yet, which is good. They didn't blow out, blow out any uh, Backstreet Boys slow jams? No, no slow songs. Really? Although the... Although the principal did warn us chaperones in the beginning, like, any inappropriate handsy behavior, you need to take notice and Any third base is us. right out. Yeah. Have you seen that picture, third base at the school dance? Yeah, that's great. The that girl, girl's pretty the, hot, too. The girls, the girls yeah, they're yeah, slow yeah, dancing, yeah, 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 and the yeah. girl's wearing a short skirt. And nothing. And the, the guy's got his, his palm okay. facing yes. the girl. Mm -hmm. Yes, we got it. Headed for, headed for the you. promised land. Anyway, so this principal is really nervous. Like, okay, in slow dancing, you want to have a certain amount of space between the boy and the girl. They didn't slow dance. They didn't do anything. So it was a lot of worry. It was a lot of worry over nothing. All right, 1024 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Uh, well, Brian, Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. This is The Rant with Gordon Keith and Gen X Davey. Did you see that big Michael Jackson concert up in, uh, New York happened. Yeah, I saw that in the paper. Is this kicking off the tour, or is, was this just a one-time thing? Because I, I no, know they're going to tour, right? Well, it's a two-time thing. They they had one last night, and they're going to have one Monday night. I guess the same concert. But what's strange about this is I don't think he's performing. He's not? No, this was just a tribute that other artists did to him celebrating his 30th anniversary of his solo career. Well, was he there? Yeah, they say the show started almost an hour late. Because uh, he was putting his nose on? Well, because he arrived, at, like, almost an hour late. He was escorted to his seat uh, by Elizabeth Taylor. Sitting next to him was Macaulay Calkin <laughs> and his parents. <laughs> Macaulay's parents or... No, no, no. Michael's parents. Michael's parents. So Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, and Catherine and Joe Jackson. Huh. I thought they all hated Joe. I thought all the Jackson kids See, hated Joe. I thought they Joe. did, and I, I thought that wasn't there recently. Michael Jackson gave an interview, or I think it was a print interview, and we, which he basically alluded to abuse by his father. He maybe even said it outright. Like Anne Hache kind of abuse? I don't know if he got herp at the age of two like Anne Hache, but, uh, but he's 
He basically attributed all his problems to his dad while his dad was sitting right next to him. Huh. I wonder if his dad made them both put a blanket over their laps and... Did the Mickey Rourke popcorn trick? <laughs> yeah. That's what Joe Jackson did to Michael. <laughs> and then Michael turned around and did the same thing to Macaulay. Macaulay, yeah. It was a popcorn daisy chain <laughs> happening. <laughs> All right, uh, the people who had appeared... NSYNC, Gladys Knight, Eminem, Destiny's Child. Where'd you see Beyonce turn 20? She's no longer a teenager. Yeah, she's she's the, the good-looking lead singer, yeah. She's thick from below the waist, from what I understand. She looks all right to me. Well, I think they disguise it. Like how? Like with lamps and... Yeah, lighting and mirrors. Mm-hmm. I think she's still really pretty. Yeah, she's very pretty. And she makes that band. I mean, you know, the other two are pretty much disposable. In fact, they did dispose of one of them, weren't they? Didn't they? They used to be, I think she's used to be the four only, chicks. I think she's the only original one, right? Probably. So who else? Uh, Yoko Ono. What? Yoko Ono. What did she do? I don't know. Came out there and traded in on John's memory a little bit more. Jill Scott. Who is Jill Scott? No idea. Alicia Keys. Who what is, does she say? Who's that? I've heard her name, but I don't know what she sings. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. He sang, I wonder? I'm sure this is all just appearances. Maybe oh. these people, like, introduced other artists. It said scheduled, okay, scheduled appearances or performances. Uh, Chris Tucker and Samuel L. Jackson, as well as Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Hey, what was that first song you were playing there, Scott? Is it that Alien Ant Farm song? I want to hear his new song called You Rock My World. Oh, we don't have that, sir. What is song? It, I don't remember this. What album was this off of? This is off off the wall, isn't it? Smooth Criminal? Oh. Because uh, there's a band that did a cover version of it that's on the American Pie soundtrack. It's big with the kids. So here's the question. And by the way, I heard his new single kind of tanked. Yeah, no we didn't, didn't you say that uh, Kid Craddock said they, they got it early? They got an, an advanced copy and they spun it a couple times and they got no repeat requests for it? I don't know if I told you that. Somebody told me. Somebody told me that about Kid, too. Yeah. But maybe it's being attributed to me. Anyway, uh, maybe we should call KISS 106 and ask what the deal is. Yeah, well, maybe we should request it. Yeah. Hey, you've reached Michelle Byers with the call. Oh, okay. Oh, Hello. That's the wrong number. Wait a second. Okay, I know what I did wrong. I dialed the wrong number. Yeah. It was one digit off. Calling KISS 106 to ask about the new Michael Jackson song. Hey, when DJs are cocky and don't answer the phone. Like we do all the time yeah. here because no one wants to produce. Let it ring off the hook. What if this album totally fails for Michael Jackson? Will. So here's the question. Who listens to him anymore? Are white kids into Michael Jackson? Are black kids into Michael Jackson? I think, like, older women. I don't think anyone is into Michael Jackson anymore, including older women. Yeah, he basically has no audience anymore. But somehow he's still the king of pop. He's 42. What kind of cultural relevancy can he have at 42? Although I guess you too. They're around that age and yeah, they're they, still on top. They rock. That is strange how you 2s been able to maintain it. I mean, they've had hits off of every album they've come out with. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at them and you look at the Rolling Stones. If you're a rock act, Aerosmith, you can maintain your relevance if you get the right producer and you, get, you have the right direction. Right. You're right, David. Calling Kiss Art, artists, artists like uh, like Michael Jackson are more cyclical, you know? Like Barry White disappeared for forever, and then all of a sudden he became kind of retro chic, you know? Uh -huh. And now people are buy buying Barry White albums again. Well, Luther Vandross is still popular, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Why don't they answer the dang phone? Who else would play Michael Jackson? 
mix? Or are they all 80s now? They, yeah, they're more 80s and 90s, I think. KVIL? I think KISS is probably the only place that would play it. Please answer the phone. I mean, they're the only true top 40 station in this market anymore, I think. And try to call Kid Craddock. Get his number. Bother him at home on a Sunday morning, or Saturday morning. <laughs> I'm so screwed up from the Labor Day weekend, I think. Oh, where's my stylus? I've been thinking that each day was the day after it actually was, all week. All right. Call Merge? You just said it's not in the Inco. We have the same system as they do, Scott. I guess that's true. It's good thinking, though. <laughs> I mean, they're top 40, aren't they? All right, our lines are no, going crazy. No, they're not and all that music. No, the, the top ticket. 40 is like Backstreet Boys. The ticket. Hey. Yeah. Hey, can I do a version of uh, some Afrotainment news for you since you just screwed up who's out the Michael Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson thing? Oh, that's screwed up? All right, go ahead. Okay, well, actually, you were screwed up, Gordon. I'm sorry. Uh, you just didn't know who the acts were. Yeah, yeah, clarify some of the people that we didn't know. Okay, I'll start with Destiny's Child. They were the original four members. They replaced two of them, so there are two original members now. And when they replaced those two, they subtracted one of those, which made it three, which, right, you know, they have three right now. So there's two original members. Two originals and one new. And okay. wh which one do you think is the best looking? Oh, Beyonce. Yeah. I'd tear her up. Okay, are, sir, come on. Dude, my pants are just flying all around the Michael Jackson concert. <laughs> now, now, do you do you agree with me that she's thick down below? Um, Not that that's a bad thing. Actually, I can um, I can pretty much tell you that she is. I mean, I know. You've seen uh, it? Oh, whatever. I know, dude, I'm telling you. I'm, I, was, I was way, I was in Dallas last night, but I swear my pants were up at the Michael Jackson concert. <laughs> Well, well she may be thick. You mean like thick as in bad, or she just kind of has a black girl's build? No, she black, has a black some, girl build, right? Yeah, there. yeah. She has she has thin a big waist. booty and thick right. thick tree trunk thighs. Right, thin waist, big butt, and big thighs. All right, she's awesome. Uh, okay, Alicia Keys. She's a new girl on the on the R and B scene. Uh huh. She sings a song, and I'll kind of recite it in a, in a garden type of way. I'm falling in love, in love with you. That's her song. But I don't know if y'all heard that before. No, sing it again. Oh. Hello. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Also, uh, damn it, who? Oh, Jill. Jesus, what? Jill Scott. Yeah. Okay. She, um, she's a new girl in the R&B scene. Also, she was actually just at the Bronco Bowl about a month ago. But uh, she's kind of jazzy blues type. But now a lot when, of these people are new and probably just people that Michael Jackson, uh, he likes. Now, when you say these, these last two chicks, Jill Scott and who was the other one? Uh, Alicia, Alicia Keys. Yeah, when you're saying that they're, they're R&B, are you saying they're, like, legitimate R&B or are they, like, pop? Um, they're legitimate R&B. Okay. Right. Yeah, so, so they have some cred. Um, they're new. That's the thing. That, they're new. So I wouldn't give them just total cred, but they're, they're selling albums as far as, uh, as soon as the albums are released, they're pretty much going gold. But, like, like adult... R&B listeners are liking their stuff, not just teens. Yes, most definitely. Okay. Thanks for Afrotainment News. Afrotainment News for you. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Yeah, I just wanted to say that regarding the Michael Jackson single, uh -huh. Oh yeah. that you need to call Chris Arnold because K104 plays it. Oh, they do? Yeah, I uh, was flipping through the station and turn it on. All right, we'll try them. Thanks for your uh, phone call. Nope. One zero four one, I think. Yeah. All right, we're calling K one zero four. Wait, no, that's us. <laughs> we're one zero four one. Oh yeah, that's right. They're one zero four three, right? Sorry. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. The tickets at one zero four one on the AM dial. <laughs> Sorry. We don't have time to do this here, Scott. Okay. All right, we're going to call K-104 next, and we're going to try to get a hold of this new Michael Jackson song to see if it really does suck. And P-1s, don't call one or K-104 and blow it for us. Yeah. 1044 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. <laughs> the Ticket. The Ticket and Toyota of Plano presents The Frozen Tundra. You're as cold as ice. Come talk to ice. www. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. This is The Rant with Gordon Keith and Generation X David. I'm Gordon Keith. And I'm Generation X, David. And uh, we got a whole other hour of the program to go, including some 
classic audio from the past week and some fun stuff. What is this? It's a hotline for KISS FM. Oh, it is? Mm -hmm. Why do you have that? R uh, Rick Arnett gave it to me. Okay. Okay, um, right now, George Dunham from The Morning Show joins us. Hey, hey, Georgie. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Now, the reason we wanted you to come on here yep. is, is because you listen to K104. Yeah. You consider yourself a middle-aged white guy who has street cred in the black community. A little bit. very. Yeah, a little bit. Although you're the whitest, most conservative of all of us. Yeah, it's strange. Now, who are your favorite rappers currently? I know that um, I know that you used to like Naughty by Nature and Coolio, but those aren't really hip anymore. No, they're not. Uh, I like Nelly. He's a little foul mouthed, but uh, but I like him. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like you. I was watching the MTV Awards the other night. Man, I never heard of some of these people. Right. So I, I don't know how really up to date I am. All right, George. So we bring you on because we're about to call K104 and ask them about Michael Jackson's new song. Uh huh. And you're going to be my interpreter. I want you to take all the very whitish sounding things that I say and translate them into the hip vernacular. Okay. All right? Okay. All right, we're going to call uh, K104. You don't have to pull this down. This is a public number here, Scott. Um. I'm sure he's laughing right now. <laughs> oh. You think Scott's one of the dumbest guys you've ever known, uh, George? Ding, dang, Nicodemus. Oh! That's just frustrating. If it's a public number, how come we didn't have it earlier? Didn't you have to get it from Rick? No, well, that's this a hotline is, number. This, we're not calling KISS FM right <laughs> now. Jeez, we're calling K104. They're different stations, Scott. Good question, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, George. It's working great, guys. Thanks, George. <laughs> try it again. Well, I'll try the other one that George said. Oh, yeah, I think it's the first one that I told you. Okay, Dave, uh, dial it over there. There's two ones at the beginning of the second part. Dave's dialing. I'm pretty sure that's the number you call when you want some shout-outs. All right. Now, who is this? Is that Eve or little Tim? Oh, it's Nelly. And that Gwen Stefani looks good in a couple of those videos at one. Whatever. She was in both of the uh, best male video and best female video as a guest performer on both of them. One with Moby and one with, uh, was it Eve? You don't like Gwen Stefani? No. You don't think she's good looking at all? No. You're nuts. Crazy in the brain head. You prefer Laura Dern. No, I don't. Calling K104 with our special guest translator, George Dunham. Hello? Hey, George. <laughs> hey, they're in a song, so they should be answering. Having fun. Why can't we dial out on our phone bank on the air? I don't know. It's probably because it's digital. Digital? Digital. <laughs> in the meantime, what are you doing today, Jeb? I'm headed to Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, oh, big North Texas yeah. OU game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was thinking, actually, that uh, I would take North Texas in the 41. What do you think? Yeah, I would. Well, why didn't yeah. you? You didn't take 50. Well, I just, uh, that, that's a no win if I do that. Because if you take that many points and they, and they do cover like that, I mean, what's that saying? And then OU does have the, you know, the capability to blow people out, so. I don't bet anymore. Why are DJs so cocky? I don't know. They just are, especially you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you a DJ? No, I'm not a DJ. Do you like it in articles when we're described as sports talk DJs? <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah, we spin sports records. If you had yeah. to answer your own phones, George, would you ever pick up the phone? Yes, I would. If you're, yeah, if you're a music DJ and you have nothing but between 
you know, yeah. little spot breaks where you have to say, identify the station. You have nothing but time. Yeah, that's all you got. Surfing for porn. Look, what? I have uh, Radio Gold on the line. You never know. Who is he? Oh, he's the guy who used to work at Clef. Oh. Hey, right, we're Radio Gold. Seems like we're getting nowhere here with K104. We have the hotline number to kiss. You want to try that, Giorgio? Yeah, let's try that. Okay. We're calling to find out about the new Michael Jackson record that we hear sucks. Oh. Ding, dang, Nicodemus Dog. Oh. Here, Dave. Have you heard it yet, George? No, I haven't. I'm really anxious to hear it. It'll be phone line quality, but I guess we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, phone line quality broadcast on AM radio. <laughs> Yeah, you, you folks at home might want to roll on this and, you know, All right, in your stereo. shut up. We're calling the KISS oh. hotline. Oh. oh. Good job, Dave. God. That's the KISS hotline, huh? <laughs> That's what Rick said. Why, why don't we just send him a fax real quick and then have him call us back? <laughs> call us. All right, hold on. He's probably going to get mad at this because I got this number through evil means. We're calling uh, Kid? Uh-huh. Okay. I think he's in New York right now, as a matter of fact. Boy, he's so big time. Hello? Hey, because of him. <laughs> Stop it. He doesn't always answer his phone like that. <laughs> no. If this is... Hello? Uh, kid. Yeah? Hey, it's Gordon Keith. We're on the air right now, so don't cuss. Okay, Gordon. Okay, are you busy? Uh, no, I'm not busy. All right, we just need 10 seconds. Okay. George Dunham's on the line with us. Okay. And I'm here, too. And I recognize I'm abusing your, your phone right now. But listen. Well, I'm, in, I'm in a taxi cab in New York City. Oh, you are? Yeah. Is the guy foreign that's driving you yes. around? Yes, he was. What a silly question. <laughs> you got any material on that? No. Okay, good. All right. Uh, not from this decade. Okay, so we're talking about Kiss FM. We're talking about the new Michael Jackson song. And uh -huh. we can't get anyone over at Kiss FM to answer the phone. Okay. So we're wondering, is it failing? Is it not doing very well? It's too early to tell, Gordon. Is it getting airplay? It's getting airplay. What do you, what do you think about it? I love it. Really and truly? Yeah. God, we haven't even heard it yet. How many, spin, how many spins a week is it getting on KISS? Uh, 60. That's pretty heavy rotation, is it not? Pretty heavy. Pretty heavy, yeah. Um, he, was, he did a show here in New York last night. Did you, did you go? I didn't go. No, it was $2,500 a ticket. So. Off. But it, like it, got, a, it got a good that. review in the paper. Now, I understand you guys had, uh, Scott was telling us you guys had some sort of meltdown with NSYNC this week on your show. A meltdown with NSYNC? Yeah. You know no. anything about that? Well, Scott's one of the dumbest guys I know, so he's probably got all his facts wrong. <laughs> no, I don't know. No. Something about a uh, video camera not having a battery or some tale he told. Oh, that was with Aerosmith. Oh, with Aerosmith. Good job, yeah. Scott. You got all your facts right. I don't listen. <laughs> Jeez Aerosmith, Louise. NSYNC, you know. Yeah, same thing. Wait, are you guys, are you guys ragging on Michael Jackson? No, we were just, we had heard that the song was failing, and we were wondering if this was going to be kind of the end for him. See, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, um, I haven't read anything about it. I don't know where it's, how it's charted or anything like that, but um, I know that uh, he kind of got made fun of for the MTV Video Music Awards thing. You know, so that's where Dance with NSYNC. Yeah, Dancing with the Young Men. Yeah. Yeah, probably not the best move. Can't stay away. And there's supposed and there's, to... And, and, uh, um, an inconceivable uh, kind of beginning to that to his new song called "You Rock You Rock My World," where Chris Tucker and he are, and Michael are arguing over which one of them is going to get the girl. Oh boy! Kind of reprising yeah. the "The Girl Is <laughs> Mine" yeah. shtick. Right, right. <laughs> oh, poor Michael. And Chris Tucker says, uh, "You can't get that girl, Michael." And Michael says, "Watch me get that girl." <laughs> Jeez. Oh, what, no. And I understand Michael's going through a makeover. They're trying to make him look more masculine these days. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, that's what he hired some big makeup artist that's going to slowly. Hello? 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 I think that's George dropped off. You there, kid? Okay. Right. No, I'm still here. All right, visiting with Kid Craddock from Kiss 106, the, the guy that I'm sure all P1's wives listen to. We, we divvy up the audience nicely in the household. Thank you for that. Yes. And, um,. All right, so we ask about Michael Jackson's new song. You say that uh, you like it. I do like it. It's it's got a it's got kind of an '80s feel to it. Um, he wanted he actually wanted um, he got turned down by the first two or three producers. He wanted to do the record. He wanted Dr. Dre to do it, and Dr. Dre said no. Um, he wanted Jay Z to do it, and Jay Z said no. What are they just so, are they distancing from him? Um, I think that 
Yeah, I think they are because if it if it fails and you produce it, it's kind of a no-win situation. It's Michael Jackson. It's got to sell 100 million albums or or it's a failure. Right. But I, yeah. I would think that it would be kind of like a Quentin Tarantino reclamation project for these producers. You know, that, that they, they could that, make him relevant again. That, that's right. But if they don't make him relevant after spending $30 million, which is what he spent on this album, Good Lord. $30 million. It's the most expensive album ever produced. Wow. And if it doesn't work, then, um, you know, that, that's, that's something a guy like Dr. Dre doesn't really need to take that kind of risk. Right. Have you heard the whole thing? Does it sound like they spent $30 million on it? Haven't heard the whole thing. I've only heard a couple of tracks, and I've, I've just downloaded them off the computer like everybody else. All right, uh, visiting with Kid Craddock here, and, and Kid, we need to let you go because we so rudely interrupted your day up there. Not at all. But at uh, all. secondly, I wanted to ask, and now I forgot my question. Are your pants right. down? I don't know what I was going to ask. This might make the uh, emergency break of the week. It, it just might. Yeah. All right, hold on. What was I going to ask? Oh, okay. The other question we had, what is his audience now? We I have mean, really good chemistry, Gordon. Yeah, I know. We're failing. Yeah. But, uh, Great. But what, what is his, Are you what, feeling it? What is his audience now? Is, what is his audience now? Yeah. Young well, you black know what? Kids? It's, the, the business is so fickle that if he gets love from the people that are hot right now, people like Ja Rule and people like, like Eminem, you know, if they, if, if they show him love, then the masses will follow and wrap their arms around him again. So I think it's going to be a younger audience. I think it's going to be, you know, an 18 to, 18 to 30 audience. Really? Yeah. D the middle because age? you know why? Because they didn't get burnt, so they don't remember. Mm -hmm. They don't remember the payoffs and the scandals and the pictures of the, of the you know, growing area. They, they don't remember any of that. All they know is there's a guy that was a legend and, you know, they got the, they got the Thriller album when they were seven years old. Uh-huh. You know? Did, did so, you hear who was sitting next to uh, Michael at the little tribute? Who was next to Michael? Macaulay Culkin. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Oh, he's a little old for Michael now, though. I know. He, he keeps making those mistakes. It's like he's throwing it back in our face. I know. Like, like at this concert, the tickets were twenty five hundred dollars, but um, Jamie Foxx said the kids got in free. Which you know, thank you. Got a rip shot. What? What is the? Yeah. All right. All right, kid. There, we finally got the rim shot. That was an FM joke, right? Yeah, I know. We just remember we're not broadcasting humor on FM quality, so right, you know, know it doesn't translate as well. Sure. <laughs> All right. When are you coming back in town? Um, I'm, it's, it's my anniversary, so my wife and I are here. Just oh now. no! Oh, we interrupted yeah. your anniversary trip. Yeah, actually, we're we were in the back of a limousine doing horrible <laughs> things. Oh my goodness! Recreating yeah. the No Way Out scene. Well, yeah, I, I feel yeah. so bad. I thought you were up there on business. Well, I was on business, and then Carol came up and joined me for the weekend. So. Oh, well, I hope you guys have a lovely time and apologize profusely to her, and I oh, apologize to fine. you. She, she looks only mildly irritated right now. The guys on the show made me call you. That's fine. It's All my, right. That's okay. my fault. Just making sure, and if you want to get back at me, call me anytime in the middle of the night. I would never do that to you, Gordon, because you know what? When you and I shared phone, t uh, phone numbers, it was like, you know, with a specific intent that we're not going to use them against each other. Oh, uh, that's right. So. Well, this is a friendly call. And hey, sure if, if you, uh, kid, if you'd like to plug your number one show on our station, you can go ahead and do it. Really? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that would be appropriate at all. Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, all right thank you. That's Kid Craddock. Talk to you later. Thanks, Gordon. Okay, bye-bye. That was uh, the great Kid Craddock from KISS 106 saying that he actually likes the Michael Jackson song. I think he's somewhat political in saying that because the station's really behind it. No, I think Kid's big enough now he can be politically incorrect about things. Well, he has before. Yeah. All right, uh, coming up next, we'll tell you the story of all stories. And you're not going to want to miss it. Grab your family. <laughs> this is Dallas Fort Worth's original all sports radio station. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. The Ticket, established in 1994. Built in Texas by Texans with big name guests. Sports information every 20 minutes on The Ticket Ticker at 10. 1010 The Ticket. This is The Rant. I'm Gordon Keith along with Jen. Little romantic getaway he was on and <clears throat> asking about Built in Texas by Texans with big name guests. Sports information every 20 minutes on The Ticket Ticker at 10. 1010 The Ticket. This is The Rant. I'm Gordon Keith along with Gen X Davey. We, um, in case you missed it, we just talked with Kid Craddock from KISS 106. We actually disturbed him on a little romantic getaway he was on and <clears throat> asking about the Michael Jackson song. We still have yet to find a copy of the song. It's called uh, Boy's Pants Half Off. No, it's not. You Rock My World. It's called You Rock My World. Parentheses, even though you're only seven. 
from the new album Invincible, due out at the end of October. So if anybody has a copy of this somehow, got like an early copy of it, then give us a call and play it for us over the phone. <laughs> Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Yeah, hey, is Gordon there? Yeah. Hey, Gordon, I just wanted to tell you all about a new job I got. Hey, is this Chan Gailey? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, I got, I got me a new job. Oh, you did. What you got, Chan? Yeah, I work for a cider company. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, apple cider, cherry cider. Yeah, okay. Watch cider. it. Let's see what you got. Yeah, well, the old company that, that's owned by this old family, his name is Dick. Hmm. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hi, uh, you know that song you're talking about? Yeah. Corby played it on, like, Thursday. Well, did you search, Scott, for it in the ENCO and see if we've got it in the computer system? All right, hope you, hopefully you find it, okay? Oh, I hope I do, too. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> All right. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, you guys got it. It's in the ENCO. That's what I keep thinking, but you have to understand. Dumb Scott, I know, I know. Dumb Scott. <laughs> yeah, thank you. He's going to blow his head off one of these days. Hi, the ticket. Hey, uh, my um, dry cleaners lady has a baby arm. Really? I saw, saw a midget yesterday. Okay, thank you, sir. Hi, uh, you're on the ticket. Hold on. What is happening? Nothing much. What's going on with you? See, you at the Eastern Front. <laughs> the ticket. Coming up here in just a moment, by yeah, the way. Yeah, about the store. Five, eight, oh, uh, 175. Am I fat? Uh, coming up is the story of Peter Fonda doing acid with the Beatles. Interesting tale. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hello? Hello? Hey, um, one, of the, one of you guys, uh, this is The Ticket? Yep. Yeah. When you guys started to talk about uh, the uh, some Mike, some company trying to make Michael Jackson look like a man yeah. or something, but right. you didn't finish. What, what's the deal? Well, no, he's hired some makeup artist who is going to slowly transform him into uh, more of a masculine look. Because he's been looking so effeminate, you know? He's not with the oriental woman look anymore? No, he's gotten away from the geisha look. <laughs> he's such a tard. All right, thanks. Well, I don't know if I'd use that word, but hello, you're on the ticket. Yeah, hey, I just want to let you guys know there's a, a topless dancer that has a lobster claw. Can I tell you the establishment she works at? No, don't tell us the establishment, but I've heard this before. It's in Arlington. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, I hear about it on the radio all the time, but I've never seen one actually in person. Uh -huh. she's, only, she's only got one? It's so strange to see her pick up money or lift her G-string. <laughs> With a lobster claw. How does she, how does she lift her G-string without snipping it in half? They're not sharp, Dave. The, the weird thing is she has nails, like the long stripper nails on those two fingers. Like all painted up? Yes, and they're long, and they got like a little logo of some sort. You sure she's got like a like a real lobster claw, or maybe she just is missing her index, middle, and ring finger? No, but it, it looks like that they, they tried to convert it back to where there's like actually two fingers. But it's a it's a true it's a true lobster claw. Hmm. Wow, it's it's very interesting. I suggest everyone check that out. Well, we see. We'll see if we can't get her up here in studio. <sighs> That'd be so great to raise awareness. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. All right, I, uh, this is one of your friendly neighborhood postal workers. I either have a new map question or an eight-second eight song I'd like to sing. You either have a new math question? Question. Or an eight-second song. Uh, let's hear the eight-second song. And he hung up. Hmm. So you found it, Scott. Scott what? has found the audio. <laughs> what was it doesn't it? have Michael Jackson anymore. What was it called? That was the problem. What was it called? Rock My World. Okay, I've already, I said the title of the song, Scott. Yeah. I was looking through my, I searched Michael and then Jackson and then Michael Jackson. Well, then the, <laughs> the third search would probably be the title of the song. Just for the next time. Thanks, Davey. Sure. <laughs> this is like ten minutes later. All right, let's hear it. So, wait a second. In, in ten minutes, it took you to search I Michael never heard and then the Jackson. Name of, I never heard the name of... Rock I've my world. I've said it. Rock my world. I asked Layla. I go. They said the name of the song. She goes. Rock my world. I mean, you clearly did because she knew it. I just. I didn't hear it. Sorry. All right. Here's uh, Scott Jones and Michael Jackson's new song. You rock my world. Oh man! Oh, look at that girl right there. Goodness gracious! Oh, 
That girl's fine, man. Look at the... Oh, she's just too fine. She knows she's fine, too. She is banging. Oh, she's off the hook. She looks good. Uh. <laughs> You're right. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I bet you can't nobody get that girl. Chris, I can get her. Can't get in that girl. Mike, I guarantee you can't get that girl. Watch me get that girl. I bet you never, never, Lynn, you can't. I can get her. All right, jump on in. Jump on! Watch. really bad acting yeah horrible acting shouldn't have included it that was probably the first take too they just got chris tucker in there and said oh well you know do you talk like there's a girl over you there? you talk like chris tucker and you pretend like you like girls michael that's the direction they got and action <laughs> well have to say failed you want to play spin or spare on it sure hi the ticket spin or spare uh that'd be a big spare hi the ticket spin or spare it was horrible. Hi, the ticket. Spin or spare? Spare. Hi, the ticket. Spin or spare? Spare. What? Hello? Yeah. Spin or spare? Spare. Oh, okay. I didn't understand you the first time. Hi, you're on the ticket. Spin or spare on the new Michael Jackson song? Spare is all you got. Spin or spare, new Michael Jackson song? I say spin, spin, spin. One spin. Hi, you're on AM radio. You're on AM radio. That was one of the first songs I've ever heard. Oh, hey, hey. it's Erica's father, Dave. Guten Morgen, Guten Morgen, gentlemen. Dave's That sounded father. more like Love Boat era music. Yeah, it did. It sounded very out of date. And what was the deal with that clown calling in with a fake German accent earlier? Yeah, I know. I bet you that offended you, didn't it, Erica's father? That offended me to no end. Almost as bad as when David threw the book away I gave to him. What, what book was that? The merits of premarital celibacy. Oh, uh, Dave, sorry. you threw it away. Yeah. Have you been fouling his daughter? <laughs> well, don't laugh at that, sir. Oh no, I was laughing at something else. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you have any questions you'd like to ask Dave, since he is going to marry your uh, daughter someday? Well, uh, does he believe in letting parents live in the same house? Okay, that's a good question. When Dave. they get older. Um. Extended nuclear family. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure we can work out an arrangement in like a, a home or something. Oh, he's yes, talking about putting you in a nursing home, Erica's father. Well, that's all right as long as there are hot young nurses there. Oh, you still have your sex drive after all these years, don't you? Oh yes, the miracles of modern medicine—they do wonders. Are you, are you and Mrs. Erica's father still active? Well, isn't that a little personal, Gordon? Yeah, well, that is a little personal. But Dave, you shouldn't ask that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was... Oh, okay. <laughs> I have somebody here that wants to say good morning to you. Okay. Who is it? Yeah, he does not want to talk now. He was all prepared earlier, but he is not shying away. Well, that seems like a pretty late love child for you. 
He's only five. Wow. And how old are you? you met, I believe you met him at one of the summer musical things in downtown. <laughs> yeah, you made it over here yeah. from Deutschland. Ah, uh, yes. I didn't know I had a brother. Ah, uh, yes. Gotta go. <laughs> or a future brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go continue with spin and spare. I'll talk to you later. Okay, thank you. That's All Erica's right. father. That's uh, Dave's uh, girlfriend's father who joins us from time to time. All right, you ready for the story about Peter Fonda doing acid with the Beatles? Yeah, I, I guess I'd really love to hear about it now. Well, you're going to have to wait just a second because we have to uh, do commercials. <laughs> but, but I'm going to tell you this story next, including one member of the Beatles who hated Peter Fonda and wanted to kick his ace. And I also would like to request some classic audio, too. Yeah, and we're going to hear uh, from Chan Gailey as he joined the hard line yesterday for Football Half the Way. That's all coming up next on The Ticket. The Cowboys have shoulder pads, helmets, and cleats, but they just aren't the Baltimore Ravens. The Miller Lite ticket time wasters have guitars, drums, and amps, but they just aren't you, too. Sunday, Texas Day, it's the Cowboys and the Bucks. Then immediately following the game in the Cowboys Corral, it's the Miller Lite ticket time wasters live. Oh, seven years ago, they invented the ticket and they had a nice The Miller Lite ticket time wasters play Texas Stadium in the Corral Sunday after the Cowboys game. Be there. www.theticket.com Hey, P1s, Bob Sturm here. And Dan McDowell for our friends at Owner Finance Relocations. If you've always wanted to own a home, but maybe have had problems qualifying, listen up. Call Owner Finance Relocations at 214-387-8700 and find out how you can buy and close on a house in as soon as two weeks. Doesn't matter if you've jumped from town to town changing jobs. Or if you're self-employed and maybe the banks and the man can't verify your income. Then you're the perfect candidate to call Owner Put Down. You qualify. Doesn't matter if you've had bad credit issues, if you're self-employed, a job hopper, just divorced. If you qualify... With 5% down, you can buy and close on a house in as little as two weeks. Call 214-387-8700 for a free consultation with Owner Finance Relocations. Get into that house you want. Call Owner Finance Relocations at 214-387-8700. Tell him Bad Radio told you to call. Drive the most powerful Nissan Pathfinder ever during Nissan's Pathfinder Golf Giveaway Test Drives with 240 horsepower. Available automatic climate control, leather-appointed seating and navigation system, Pathfinder has the performance and luxury on par for any course. In fact, Pathfinder has such great game, four-wheeler magazine named it 2001 Four-Wheeler of the Year. And now get 0.9% APR short-term financing plus $1,000 cash back when you purchase a new 2001 Pathfinder from dealer stock. Plus, get two free rounds of golf just for test driving Pathfinder. Finder. Tee off from DFW's best courses, Mansfield National, Southern Oaks, Louisville's Lake Park, Iron Horse, or the new Cowboys Golf Club in Grapevine. The Nissan Pathfinder. It's time you had the best. The best Hurry in. Nissan's Pathfinder Golf Giveaway Test Drives are only available at your Dallas-Fort Worth Nissan dealer. APR for well-qualified buyers. Golf offers while supplies last. You must be 18 years or older with a valid driver's license. Void where prohibited. One test drive offer per household. See participating dealer for details. Offer ends 10 Nissan. Driven. Welcome to the Beck's Oktoberfest Instructional Tapes, your step-by-step -step guide to the upcoming Oktoberfest celebration season. Lesson 1. Useful German phrases. Should you spot an attractive girl at your Oktoberfest, try this greeting. Echt stark, sehr modern. Translation. I really dig that peasant dress. Very retro. Or if you girls wish to meet a handsome young fellow. Hallo Helmut, wie wär's denn mit einer Polka? Meaning, hey Helmut. Would you like to get down and polka? Another phrase that may also be useful. Ja, Herr Wachtmeister, wir machen die Blasmusik gerne leiser. Yes, officer, we'll gladly turn down the oompa music. Oktoberfest officially kicks off September 14th. Celebrate with Bex, Bex Light, Bex Dark, and the special Bex Oktoberfest brew. Go to BexBeer.com for a complete guide to throwing your own Oktoberfest party. Bex, the official beer of Oktoberfest. Enjoy Bex responsibly. Imported by Bex North America, Stamford, Connecticut. I got a ranch in downtown Dallas. I buy diamonds by the ton. Chase cuties in my Cadillac. I drill oil wells just for fun. But when it comes to boots, I need a deal that'll fit me right. Toe to heel, so I'll get my boots at Western Warehouse. 
great new fall styles are arriving daily at Western Warehouse, Dallas-Fort Worth's premier Western Wear stores. Outerwear, boots, shirts, hats, and more by famous makers like Carhartt, Panhandle Slim, Wrangler, Tony Lama, and Justin. Western Warehouse has the best selection of Justin Chuckas, Ropers, and Work Boots in the Metroplex, and at the guaranteed lowest prices. And our new fall shipments of Carhartt outerwear, jeans, and overalls have just arrived. Get them while you can. Don't miss out. Panhandle Slim men's shirts start at just $19.99 and take $5 off the regular price of all new cinch or cruel girl jeans and shirts. The best for less is always at Western Warehouse. Four convenient locations throughout the Metroplex. I'm Layla. Mac Brown faces his former team. That story and all the latest sports news next on the Ticket Ticker. Hi, this is Norm Hitzkus, and I'm a superior man. Uh, that is, I've been leasing my cars for a long time now from Superior Leasing because of their customer service and their dedication to satisfaction. But here goes Superior again, proving themselves even more by giving back to the community. They're sponsoring the John O'Hurley Celebrity Invitational Benefiting Alzheimer's Research. For more information on the golf tournament and gala, call 972-994-0994 or visit the website at golf 4 Alz.org. Between now and September 24th, if you lease or buy a car from Superior, they will donate $100 to Alzheimer's. Call 972-994-0994. By the way, with your new property tax law, lease your car now from Superior Leasing and you have no property tax or trade in your existing lease and there's no property tax. Call Superior Leasing right now for the golf tournament and for a fantastic deal on a car, 972-994-0994. It's Jimmy Kimmel for the Emmy-winning Fox NFL Sunday pregame show. Here are my preseason predictions. First, look for Chris Collinsworth to say something interesting this year. Might not happen during the show, might just be an offhanded remark at home, but it will happen. Secondly, Howie Long will finally admit he has a long-standing crush on me. And I predict Terry Bradshaw will give up broadcasting to follow his dream as a professional goat masseuse. Kimmel, you fat son of a b out of that booth. Fellas! This is still our show, Jimmy. On paper, yes. What'd but you say about me, fat boy? Easy, Mr. Long. It's comedy. Hey, I'll give you comedy. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ow! Join JB, Terry, Howie, Chris, and Jimmy for the kickoff weekend as America's number one pregame show brings you all the latest news right up to game time. Then it's an NFL on Fox doubleheader when the Fox battle the Cowboys, followed by the Rams-Eagles. Fox NFL Sunday coverage begins tomorrow at 11 a.m. on Fox 4. The third annual Limbs for Life Project 50 bike race is Tuesday, September 25th. Project 50 is a 238-mile bike race from Dallas to Oklahoma. Support the Limbs for Life Foundation. Call 1-888-235-5462. That's 1-888-235-5462. A message from Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Santa Fe Cabaret brings you this one. Number four, Texas is playing North Carolina at Memorial right now. It's 7-0 Texas. Head coach Mac Brown says the UNC defense is nothing to take lightly. You look at their defense, they got seven, eight guys that'll be in the NFL. They're only giving up 266 yards a game. Uh, offensively, uh, they've just had some turnovers. North of the border of Texas, North Texas is playing at Oklahoma at 6.30. Head coach Bob Stoops talks about the running game, which he says hasn't changed that much from one year to the next. It really has nothing to do with Nate. Uh, we said that a year ago uh, after our first year that we wanted to continue to improve our running game to make sure that that was uh, a dangerous part of our offense that defenses needed to account for. Nebraska plays number 14 UCLA. Game is about to start. And SMU hosts TCU today. Coverage on the ticket starts at 5.30. Rangers win in basically four innings. It was at two after four last night against the Royals, and that was the final. Darren Oliver faces Chris George in tonight's game. It's at 7.05 at the ballpark. U.S. Open action is underway. Leighton Hewitt is up 2-0. Tune one, excuse me, over Ganey Kafelnikov in the first set. Later tonight, the Williams sisters will play each other in the women's final. Our next ticket ticker at 11.50, breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to log on to theticket.com and guess when the foes and tender will topple to win a tender truck from Toyota of Plano and Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. SMU football, Saturday afternoon at 5.30, as the Mustangs take on TCU, live on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Eleven thirty-two on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. Sarant with Gordon Keith. I'm Gen X Davy. 
And as well, we have uh, Layla. Doing a good job in there, Layla. Yeah. How nice old are job, you? Layla. I'm 20. And you're still Thank in school, you. right? Yes, very much so. Now, how'd you get this job? I applied, sent in a tape. I worked upstairs for two years, so. What did you do upstairs? Me. Produced Mavericks. For KLIF? Yeah. Which they no longer have the Mavericks, so you were looking for a gig, right? Basically. That and I got, you know, laid off at the other job I was working at, so logical, you know, step would be to come here. So you are 20. I'm 20, yes. And I hear that uh, Martine Raleigh hates you. Our other because because you person. are moving in on her territory and you're like half her age. I don't know. If she hates me. I don't. I think that. Do you get along well? Her. Have you talked to her? I like Martine. Yeah. She doesn't like you. I don't think that's it. Hmm. Are you married? No. Boyfriend. At twenty? Are you kidding me? Boyfriend. Yeah. How long have you been going out with him? Uh, three years. How How old is he? He's 23. And you're unsoiled. Uh-huh. And he's been putting up with that for three years. Yeah. Wait a second. You're claiming that you're unsoiled? It's not a claim. It's the truth. It seems like we just had so many women that have claimed that recently. Like, I've known four or five. And that's a bad that thing? you've personally no, taken out? No, no. It's, it's not a bad thing. It, it gives, you know, they become targets to me. Yeah, but... Targets. <laughs> I just think that, what, is this religious what? reasons, or are the guys Lay gross, out, gross or something? Who was that? What? What? Oh, never mind. Anyway, no, uh, you know, it is religious reasons, and, mm -hmm. you know, it, I mean, at first it was religious reasons, and, you know, 18 rolled around, I'm like, eh, you know, I might as well just wait. Mm -hmm. And so that's pretty much it. Well, I would, uh, I would like to perform a service and volunteer to be the first notch in your belt. I think Erica would get mad at that, wouldn't she? No, she's cool. I, I don't. Don't think worry that. about Erica. Erica's no longer with us. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, she passed late last night. So, what do you think of Davy's offer? I'd have to decline. Wow. It's nothing personal. It's just. So this dude was 20 when you were 17. He uh -huh. started going out with you when you were 17. Uh huh. And and how did you keep his dirty paws off you at 17? I mean, did you have the, the no means no speech from the very beginning? I guess. I mean, it was just... But no doesn't always mean no, does it? Well, for me, it does. <laughs> if I say no, it means no. I always use your lips say no, but your eyes say yes defense. <laughs> That's vulgar. I can just imagine you saying that in, like, the backseat of a car to this chick while this make-out music's playing. Absolutely. That's classic. Right. That's why I carry handcuffs. <laughs> All right, uh, so this guy that you're going out with, what does he do? He um, is a financial planner now. He just graduated. Oh. Yeah. So well, you're in for a boring life, yeah. yeah. That's all right, though. Uh, well, anytime you change your mind, just give me a call. I will, Davey. I appreciate the thought. Now, you are how tall? 5'4". Five, 5'4". Four. Five, four. You weigh about what? About 127, 125. That's too heavy there. for you, Dave, isn't it? I'd make an exception just to... Lele's cute, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great pickup line. That's too heavy for you, but I'll make an exception <laughs> this time. Well, well that'll make you feel special, that you're the exception. Wow. Yeah. You're too fat, but we'll, we'll let it slide this time. So, um, uh, you've got dark hair. You're yes. kind of ethnic. Kind of ethnic. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good assessment. Well, what where, are you? Where, is, where does Layla come from? Um, is that a family name? No. It's, uh, my dad is... Clapton Persian. Fan? No, no, he's Persian, and my mom's American, so. So you and Shotgun have a common heritage. Yeah, I think Shotgun's actually Arab, which is a little bit different. It's like, you know, comparing Canada to America sort of thing. Right. Yeah, Scott. You're all Arab and everything. Yeah, Scott. I guess she's better than me. <laughs> yeah, she is. Okay, well, enough of this nonsense. Well, Persians good luck. aren't as dirty. Good luck when you do finally make the decision. Well, thank and, you. And like you say, you've gone this long, you might as well make, wait till marriage. Yeah. And, and hopefully this guy will, will be the one. I'll do her. I'll keep you posted. Okay. All right. Call in from your honeymoon if you guys get married. Right. <laughs> let, let us know how it goes. You can, I will. There's a movie called The Invisible Circus, and you look like the lead character in that, as a matter of fact, the actress. Is okay. she invisible? No, she's not invisible. Oh. That's just the name of the movie. Oh. Doesn't mean that she has to be invisible. It'd be cooler if she was. All right, and... Uh, this story comes to us from Venice.
Peter Fonda talks out to Reuters. <laughs> now, Peter Fonda is uh, Jane's dad, right? Yeah, Hank Fonda's son and Jane's brother. Oh, Jane's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Sorry. Fonda. He was in uh, yeah. Easy Rider and... What? That was on the air. What the heck was that? What was this going on in there? Kevin Blanford just crawled out from beneath Layla's desk. <laughs> she said, whoop, Kevin. All right, continue. Okay. Uh, Peter Fonda says that uh, he and the Beatles got really high on LSD one time. That he partied with the Beatles and they all took acid. They took so much LSD that uh, George Harrison thought that he was going to die during the trip. This... This happened uh, one afternoon in 1965. Peter Fonda says, I remember it clearly. This, so this is like at the very beginning of the Beatles' drug-induced days. Yeah, the drug days. He also says that, uh, that it was he who inspired the lyrics to the Beatles song, She Said, She Said. Huh. John's song off of Rubber Soul. What? No, no. Is She Said, She Said on Rubber Soul? Or is it on Revolver? Tomorrow Never Knows was on Rubber Soul. No, Rubber Soul. Yeah, Revolver had both of them, right? She said, she said, and Tomorrow Never Knows. I'm confused now. That's what I meant. I meant to say Revolver. But now I'm confused. Anyway. Play with it. All right, uh, Peter Fonda says, uh, quote, John and George had already had a dose, but then called me and asked me if I wanted to come over. And I thought, yeah, cool, why not? It's the Beatles after all. Then at a certain point, George got really afraid that he was going to die which unfortunately can be one of the side effects of the drug, so I was trying to console him. And I was saying, don't worry, George, it's okay. I know what it's like to be dead. Recognize the, that last line. It's from She Said, She Said. Then Lennon looks over, all peed off, and says, you know what it's like to be dead? Who put all that blank in your head? You're making me feel like I've never been born. Right then, right as he said it, John's eyes went wide and he knew that was the lyric. You're making me feel like I've never been born. He never liked me, in fact. John hated my ass. He couldn't stand to have anyone intelligent or intellectual around him. So, according to Peter Fonda, this sounds very untrustworthy, by the way, to me. Yeah. According to Peter Fonda, John hated him... But used him for lyrics. Right, invited him yeah. over. Procured some of his statements for lyrics, appropriated them, if you will. Invited him over, did acid, and then got the lyrics to She Said, She Said out of uh, Peter Fonda. You buy any of it? Mm, no. I guess that... Uh, I don't doubt that that's how they got a lot of their lyrics, though. Tripping? Just tripping and writing stuff down. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, right now we're going to take a listen at Football Half the Way, his weekly segment with the Hardline, Chan Gailey called up. This is inspired. Inspired by, uh, inspired by Barry Switzer's football all the way. Chan, another former Cowboy coach, has his own show. First, though, let's talk to Chan in Miami. You're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. How you doing? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you. All right, I'm on top of the pole calling in for football halfway. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's Chan Gailey, former, the former Cowboys coach. Yeah, for his weekly segment, Football Half the Way. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you doing today? Well, I'm doing all right. What you got going today? You keeping busy? Hey, you know I can sing a song now? You can? Yeah. Yep. Notice how he never answers any questions. No, no, no. It goes something like this. Row, row, row your hollow out, gently down the creek. Merrily, 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 merrily. You all can suck my... Whoa, 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 <laughs> come on. Yeah, brother taught me that up in the treehouse in yonder oak. <laughs> well, you can't say that here. Brother? Yeah. Who's... You call your brother just brother? Hey. 
<laughs> them old coon dogs were howling something fierce last night when them bobcats came up on them. They were? How did yeah. that happen? Them, them cats got off with two hawks from the smokehouse before Daddy let off with both shells from his over-under. <laughs> <laughs> you don't live with your daddy still. Yeah. Hey. What? <laughs> Hey, hey, he's having punch down at the Fellowship Hall. I can fit you a mason jar full, should you want. Well, I don't know about that. How about um, the Dolphins this weekend? I mean, how's it going? You are the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I am. Hey, my pappy. Yeah? He hits me when I overturn the buttermilk. Well, he should. Yeah, yeah. A month come Friday, he liked to kill me when he let after me with the razor strap. Well, you know, you got a big game with Tennessee coming up this weekend, and what yeah. are you going to do about moving the ball on them? Hey, I was walking through some brush uh, the other day, and I got cut so bad we had to put a little monkey blood on it so as it would heal. You didn't put any calamine lotion on it? No, he's out right now. He'll come in in two weeks. <laughs> well, what are you going to do about moving the ball on that tight end defense Sunday? Hey, what? when I fell off the rope swing over the creek, I, I lit right down into a snake bed of moccasins. A snake bed of moccasins? Yeah, I like to lost my nuts to a 10-footer. <laughs> you better watch out about that. They're pretty fond of nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I lane with a sheep last night. What? Okay. What? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I think you'd have a little bit more Javon Curse and Kevin Carter on your mind than laying with sheep. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right, I reckon. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll call in next week. Okay. <laughs> but I got to warn you, my knee, my trick knee's acting up, so I don't know if I can get to the top of the pole. <laughs> Yeah. Well, just give it a try, okay? Yeah, I heard it uh, last week when I clambered up to the top of the loft with Peggy Lou and touched her where her babies happened. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mama whip us off. She done finds out. You're married, and you don't live with your parents. Yeah, she'll take care for us with the hickory switch. And you don't know any Peggy Lou. Yeah. Peggy Lou? All right. I'll call back next week. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. Baby on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 45 uh, Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. This is the rant. We continue next. <clears throat> we say hello to the hot spot. <laughs>